welcome to A Court of Three Strands, the Palatine Institute's podcast on creating Christian culture. Through this show, we hope to provide a resource of education and encouragement for students, parents, and leaders about the revival of Christian values in our community. On A Court of Three Strands, we'll focus on the three foundational strands that make a strong, flourishing Christian culture, the church, the family, and education. We desire to order these things around God's word to advance Christ's kingdom and so glorify him and bless our community. My name is Ron Young, headmaster of Providence Academy and founder of the Palatine Institute. And I'm Noah Tetzner, a curious student of classical education and podcast producer. Through our conversations, we look forward to sharing fellowship, knowledge, and practical wisdom for his glory here on the Quarter Three Strands podcast. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Well, hello and welcome back to Accord of Three Strands. This is part three of a three-part series in the middle of season one. The first episode about time in the Lord's Day, the second last week, was about prayer. Well, no, this week is when we lose our audience. It's about money and tithing. <laughs> money and tithing, uh, certainly a, a, a topic among Christians that has been uh, widely discussed and debated across the centuries. Um, tithing and money, just tell us where we're going to begin, Mr. <laughs> Young, with this topic. All right, good. Well, let's, uh, let's run down the theme of our three-part series. So the, the first, we talked about the idea of resting on the Lord's Day which implies giving up a seventh of our productive life because we acknowledge that Jesus is king and not us. And then last week, we talked about prayer as an act of worship, basically acknowledging that we're not God. So we give him thanks for all things that are a you know, gift from him, and we confess, meaning that he's the one that's determined what is right and wrong, and we have to agree with him about those things. So tithing, here we go, tithing. Yeah. Hello, are you still there? Okay, tithing <laughs> is an act of worship. It's giving up a tenth of our income because we acknowledge we are not our own sovereign. But what about tithing of our time, Mr. Young? Whatever. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know, I know. So <laughs> so here, here's here's why, and this is why I was joking about losing our eyes. Our audience, they're really good Christians. Yes. They're going to listen to this. And, of course. And, uh, and uh, they're going to want to know all sorts of things like what are the parameters in here and how can I get away with not doing it? Okay. Um, here's, here's the thing. The pull of money on our heart, the hearts of man is tremendous. Money, money saves, right? Right. <laughs> right. Money is uh, our power. Money is our security. Money is our, it is very easy. It is very easy to think of money as our God. And there are so many times human beings in America at, in the 21st century are compromised because we're afraid we might lose money. Yeah. We go along with all sorts of lies and untruths and all sorts of things because we're, we don't want to risk losing money or our job, which means our money, right? Um, money is our, the way we can have happiness. Money is our way we can, right? It's, it be, it's very, very easy for money to become an idol and we're not supposed to have idols. Yeah. Right. So this is why I, now I'm going to say, here we go. I'll say it up front. So the 
listeners will keep listening and not get too mad. Yeah. What, what I'm saying here is, is that I, I don't think giving money is going to have, it has anything to do with your salvation. You're not, you're not buying salvation. You're not, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it, what I'm saying is, is that the, the tithing is a spiritual discipline that is going to help us a lot, not just us personally, but also our culture. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, so let's, let's, let's talk about this, right? So, First of all, most people look at tithing only as this old covenant thing. Right? Yeah, it was right. in the law and Christ fulfilled the covenant. We don't have to tithe. Yay. We can, we can just give whatever we want or right. whenever we want. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, right. We want exactly whatever I want. As long as it's a tax write off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> tax write off. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and, and so here's, here's the part again, I knows how much I said it's about me, right? It's what I want to give. It's what, now it is true. It is true that this is part of it because in the new covenant, this is God loves a cheerful giver, right? God loves a cheerful, cheerful giver. Um, each one must give as he's decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion for God loves a cheerful giver from first or second Corinthians um, nine, seven, nine, seven, nine, seven, second Corinthians nine, seven. Yeah. Um, it, 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 Paul's teaching this, right? So it, it is something that we've determined in our heart. Right. But that's not just me going, okay, I'll, I'll put 20 bucks in the plate and, you know, I've done my job. Yay. You yeah. know, or, well, God doesn't require it in the new Testament. So I'm going to, I'm just not going to give and I'll give of my time instead of my money. Right. right? Whatever. I mean, that's what a lame excuse. Yeah. The first person, you know, when people tell me that, and they have told me that, I mean, and I used to be a pastor, right? Yeah. And I know where their heart is then. Yeah. The moment they say that, I know where their heart is. And uh, it's hard. <laughs> well, I mean, even even the, wid- the widow with, uh, was it two copper coins? Yeah. I mean, she, she didn't mine. even give of her time. She gave of everything. Everything. Of course, Jesus, all, Jesus commended her faith. Yeah. But he condemned that practice of that temple tax that robbed widows of their houses. Yeah. So this is a, this is a, this is a rabbit trail really quick. Because I think a lot of Christians see the abuse, right? You have the TV preachers, you see the, the you know, these, I don't know, making millions of dollars. Right. They're, they're preaching a false gospel or whatever, and they're right. just making money. And, uh, and that can make us very cynical. Um, we might have experienced as churches where you feel like the, the, the pastors or the elders are spending the money foolishly or something to that effect. And why should I give them money? Right. And, and that's, um, well, first of all, that's a healthy thing to examine. I I'm saying you should be uh, as a member of your congregation, you should be looking into the finances of the church and where that money is going. Cause you want to hold the church accountable as yeah. uh, cause you're part of the priesthood of believers. And that's a, that's good and right. And if you have questions, you should meet with the pastors or the elders and express your concerns and that. And I, I, I'm giving you a hearty amen to that. Yeah. But that doesn't excuse you from not get from giving. Remember the widow was commended for her faith for giving. Yeah. But the practice was condemned by Jesus. So um, it's, it's not a, if this is, if they're doing what I think they ought to, then I'll give. It's more of like, I, what I'm going to be talking about is making up, a habit or a pattern of a tithe um, for a particular reason. And here it is. Ready? Yeah. 
um, a tithe is originally is uh, a way of paying tribute to a king. Okay. Sure. And that king is not us. It's God. Right. right. So, so the, if you, you know, the, the, the question of, well, you know, isn't tithing uh, old covenant law and it's done away with Christ. Okay. So great question. So yes, tithing is required was as required by the law for ancient Israel is not binding on God's people today. I totally agree with that, but uh, I'd like us to look at the principle of the tithe and look how to apply it in our context and how it also relates to this idea of culture. Yes. Yes. So, so the first place we see tithing happening in the Bible is before the law was given before the law was given. So when God called Abraham to himself to to be a blessing to the world. Um, and, and he, you know, sent him, you know, to the land that he would show him. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, God blesses him and he prospers. And there's this incident in which uh, some Kings come and they take over the cities in the plain, including uh, where Lot was living. Yeah. And, uh, and Abraham and his, his men, cause Abraham had an army. That's not in the Sunday school. Uh, flannel graph that I saw when I was a kid, <laughs> but he had like 400 trained men, 400 or 300 and some odd trained men in his own household. And they go after him and they, uh, they take back all that was stolen from these five cities. Yeah. And, uh, and he comes back with all this loot, all the booty, right. Yeah. All this stuff. And uh, he gives it back to these Kings and the Kings are like, no, you can keep this. You can. Right. So, yeah. so if you think about it in terms of like, think of it in terms of positions of power, like who is, who's the greatest here? Yeah. Right. Well, Abraham is, is the one who conquered uh, the enemy and these other cities had lost. Right. He right. conquered them. Then he's giving them back their stuff. The Kings are saying, no, no, you keep, you keep, a portion of it. And, and part of that is, do we need to pay tribute to Abraham? Yeah. And Abraham is look, no, I don't want anyone to think somehow that I am getting rich because of you. Right. Right. It's because of God. Right. And instead what Abraham does is he goes to Melchizedek and he tithes to Melchizedek. So in uh, Genesis 14, 18 through 20, Melchizedek, the King of Salem brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God most high and he blessed him. Blessed be Abram by God most high possessor of heaven and earth and blessed be God most high who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abram mm. gave him him a 10th of everything. In other words, if you look at the situation going, the one to receive tribute as the true King yeah. is God most high. Abraham ties to Melchizedek, the priest of God most high. That's who's the greatest, right. not, not Abraham. Right. So, right. so this is the idea of paying tribute. So next, yeah. next time a tithe shows up in the Bible is Jacob. So here's the, the scenario. Uh, you, know, J, you know, Abraham had Isaac, Isaac had Jacob and Esau. Uh, Jacob kind of tricks. Yeah. Uh, his father into giving him the blessing. He had already um, bought the the birthright from his brother yeah. for a, you know some stew, right? right? What a what a dork! I know. He saw as a dork, right? I know. Um, you know food. So I love food, but I'm not that 
Well, maybe who knows? <laughs> so anyway, so, uh, so now Abraham is, um, uh, or, uh, uh, Isaac is getting old. And, uh, the worry is, is that, you know, Esau is going to kill him. Yeah. And so they're going to send him away. Yeah. So that, um, he can go find a wife, right? This is, this is he and he and his mom's plan. And so he's able to escape and he goes to Bethel and he goes to sleep and has this vision of, uh, you know, Jacob's ladder. Yeah. And, uh, and so what he does is Jacob makes a vow. So in, in chapter 28 of Genesis verses 20 to 22, Jacob made a vow saying, if God be with me, if God be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and clothing to wear so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And, the, and this stone, which I have set up for, for a pillar, shall be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will give you a full tenth to you. In other words, he, Jacob is making this deal, right? Okay, mm-hmm. I got the blessing. I got the, the thing. Um, but now I'm on the run. This seems weird. I don't have anything. And this was the promise. I'm the child of promise. Yeah. Right. You told my mom that I was supposed to be the child of promise. This seems all weird. So I'll tell you what, God, boy, if you protect me and I'm able to come back here, then truly you'll be my God. And the way he's going to show that he's the God is he's going to pay tribute to him. He's going to give him a 10th of everything. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. It's not because God needs stuff. Right. It's not, it's, and he's not saying, um, I'm going to give you a 10th. So you give me more money back. He's not, it's all about this idea of tribute is, is an obligation or to show that, um, you're the, you're my King. Right. And I'm paying tribute to you. Right. Right. So that's, that's kind of the, the basic idea of the, the original tithe. Now you get into the new or into the covenant Sinai. And uh, there's, there's multiple tenths or multiple tithes because it's not just that it's tribute. Now you're talking about, okay, in the nation of Israel, yeah. uh, this tithe is going to go to the, the poor and the widows and yeah. stuff. And that tithe was given every third year, I think it was. Yeah. And then there's another tithe that is supposed to happen at one time a year, another tithe at another. It's like 33 and a third percent of your income. Is yeah. going into tithe, but it's supposed to, it's supposed to maintain the temple and the, and all the Levites and the priesthood. It's, it's, there's all these, th- and then there's of course the festivals, the feasts of, of Israel, yeah. all these things were, were for the nation of Israel, that, that kind of tithe. Now Christ has fulfilled the law. Um, these things are not uh, p- part of it. That those tithes from the covenant of Sinai are no longer applicable. The principle still is, though, that he's our God. Yeah. And there's something, and this is going to sound weird because I'm Presbyterian, <clears throat> general equity. Okay. <laughs> so, so basically, basically, when we look at the God, God's laws, and even though they don't translate perfectly to our day and age, mm-hmm. we can look at the laws and the things that God has commanded in the Old Testament, and we can develop the principles from it yeah. and understand that these are things that God wills for us. That there's, there's this, and these are good, and we apply them to our life through this general equity. Yeah. Okay. So, Paul then <laughs> speaks about how it's right to pay uh, pastors, pay the people who are preaching for God. And so, this idea that you're giving to the church 
is is the general equity of that tithe that was to the priests. Yeah. Does that make sense? In other words, here's the principle from the Old Testament. The Levites are taken care of by the tithe. In the new covenant, your offerings, your tithes here are going to help pay for the for the pastors so they can spend their time with in the word and the in prayer. Yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, money is obviously an inanimate object, yet it has become such a, you know, seemingly tangible idol for, for you know, Christians as well. Uh, you know, and, and Christians will debate over so many topics relating to money. I mean, I've heard folks debating uh, what is considered a reasonable salary for a pastor. I've heard arguments made that uh, we should never in the United States send our tithes to foreign countries. We should first, uh, you know, send that money to our own community. I mean, there's just so many arguments going on, but to, to like summarize it. Yes. Like how does God view money? Like, what is it to us? It's a, for us, it's a tool, yeah. right? I mean, money is a medium of exchange. It's just a thing, right? But yeah. God owns the cattle on 10,000 hills, right? He, he owns everything. Everything's his. He wants you to have money. He can give you money. He can give you whatever, right? It's, 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 um, it, it's him. So, so all the debates about what to do with money are yeah. great debates. And that's what we ought to do as God's people, right? Because yeah. we want to... We want to uh, we want to handle it wisely. Now, some people are. It sounds like you have some frustration with it, <laughs> right? But there's no magical formula. The Bible didn't say, "Thou shalt give your pastors, you know, fifty three percent of the right. uh, medium wages of your community, or whatever it would be." You know, I don't right. know. That's but but um, it, so it's a it's a good and proper thing to have those discussions and those debates on on what where do you send your money who how much does the pastor get paid all those yeah. those are all great things what i'm getting down to is the principle of just giving kind of like the widow's might yeah she didn't have a choice the the law says this is the tax you pay to the temple period and all she had was those two pennies and she tosses them in and she just gave all her right now her household is <laughs> Subject to next tax, they can just take it and she's out of house. Well, that's yeah, that's not what God had in mind. And that's <laughs> right, yeah. right. That's why he says you're destroying widows' homes. The the widows were supposed to be taken care of by those taxes, not right being right des- destitute because of them. Um, what what he did though was he 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 said that her faith was good when he by giving, and and then this is the principle, right? We are recognizing if. Money is such an important part of our life in America. You can't live without money. You have to have money. Right. But it's not God. Mm. And so what I'm saying is, is that when we practice the principle of tithing as paying tribute to him, acknowledging that he's your king, um, that we should do that. Yeah. Right. And, and so now when I was pastoring, um, I would talk to people about, because here's the, here's the idea. I would ask if people have never given to the church before, I would talk to them about this. So you're the money you give are not your dues. Like this isn't like a club or something. It's right. Right. Um, yeah. We need the money to support the ministries of our church. Right. I'm not right. going to be, you know, I'll be blunt about that. We do need it, but yeah. the idea of giving isn't to pay dues so that the bills can be paid. Yeah. 
The idea is, is that you are offering a representation of yourself to our King, Jesus. Yeah. Right. So what I would ask to start with is what would, what amount of money would you bring before God that would be an adequate representation of you and your family? What would be an adequate representation? Right. Yeah. So if I'm going to pay tribute to the King, this money is a representation of his kingship over my life, his authority over my life. And I'm offering it to him in recognition of that. So what amount of them, what, what percentage of your income would be a good representation of that? Well, people are going to go, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's, it, you know, guess what? It seems that 10% comes up a lot. That yeah. might be a good representation of who we are. Yeah. And so what I would say is, is that I would aim for the 10%. For some people, it might be more than 10%. Right. But mm -hmm. if, but aim for 10% and people might go, well, look at, let's go through our money and there's no way I can do 10%. Okay. Well, with the money that you have, what percentage would work? Yeah. And then, you know, right. We're, we're not, this isn't, this isn't like, you know, if you don't hit 10%, then you're somehow this evil person or that you're not, you, you're not really saved. Right. <laughs> the idea is, is that is, is rethinking it. Right. That's how I, that was part of my, my title. Show me the money rethinking the tithe, right? Yeah. So think of this tithe, this regular giving you're giving to your church as a representation of yourself to God as an act of worship. Because what I'm saying is I'm not God. Mm. I'm not king of my life. Jesus is. And I'm going to give this percentage of my income as recognition of that. Right yeah. now, what the church is doing with the money is a separate argument. If you don't trust the people in your church to handle the money that you give, then you shouldn't be at that church. You should be elsewhere. Right. <laughs> right. Um, it's all about our hearts. Yeah. It's all about our hearts. So if we can trust God to give up a seventh of our productive life by resting in him because it's the Lord's day and he's the Lord. Yeah. If I can give thanks to God in all things and I can confess uh, my sin, agreeing with him regarding it, everything, because he's God and not me. Yeah. And I recognize that I'm not the sovereign in this relationship. He is. And then I give a token of myself, which is the tithe yeah. to show him. How is that? Think of how that orientates our whole life, right? Yeah. I am not the sovereign. I am not God. I am not the king. And, and, and it's orienting your whole life and your family's life around those principles. So I, I, I don't work on the sat on the Lord's day. I go to worship. I don't, uh, I, I wake up, I, I give thanks to him. I'm, I express gratitude for all things, recognizing they're all gift from him. Yeah. I confess my sin. I examine my day. I, I confess to him my need because he's God, not me. Yeah. I, I give to him a 10th of my income or, a percentage of my income on a regular basis as a recognition that he's, he's my sovereign. I'm not, he's my sovereign, right? That's, right. that's the whole idea. Right. Right. So, so those three things, like in my mind, as we are thinking through, Hey, what should we do for a podcast? Yeah. Four to three strands. That sounds really cool. Let's, yeah. let's do this. Right. So, so burning at flourishing is the theme of our season one. Right. And the thought was, is that, okay, how can our, if, if, if we're the culture makers, if we're the ones that are ordering our time and our space and our stuff and our relationships and stuff, we're the, we're the, the image bearers who are doing it. What practices 
could I see as, as things that would really impact how we exercise our dominion? My thinking went right to the fact that we have to get over ourselves and understand that we are not God. We are not the sovereign. We are not the king. Yeah. And these practices orient everything about our lives, our time, our money, right? Mm-hmm. Our worth, right? right. If, if I'm giving grat- gratitude for God in all circumstances, I understand that God is the giver of everything. If I'm <laughs> confessing my sin on a daily basis, I'm understanding I'm not the one who determines what is good and evil. He is. And if I'm giving up my money to him to recognize that he's my sovereign, that's, that is, um, that is going to bring up a lot of things in my life that is, are going to cause the flame of God's word to yeah. sanctify my life, right. Yeah. To burn off that excess, but it's also going to help me then to shine brighter. Right. Yeah. Like we talked about that all the time, that, that burning bush, you yeah. know, burning it flourishing. So, so these are, um, you know, the praying one, Oh, that sounds easy. I can do that. Yeah. Right. Well, taking Lord's day off, that sounds a little crazy to me. That seems a little hard. Like right. that seems like I'm going to have to change a lot of things about my life and my time. Yeah. Wait, money. You're going to talk about my money. See all you guys, they just, you just want money. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Right. It's like, it's so hard. Where's our heart. Right. Where's our heart. Now I, again, um, you'll probably have lots of, people are going to have lots of questions about tithing, like and about money. Does it all have to go to the church? Can part of it go to the church? Can part of it go to <coughs> Providence Academy? No, <laughs> or, you know, or, you know, uh, Palatine Institute. Right. Um, here's, here's my advice to that. Mm. Okay. There, there are things in the old Testament that talk about the tithing that's required and God gives options to where, the, how those things are done. Yeah. Okay? So there's, there's some scriptural, um, you know, guidance in that. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't trust myself to determine that. Yeah. You know why? Because my heart is wicked. My heart's going to always go in. I'm going to do what's most convenient for me. I'm going right. to do what's most right rather than yeah. what's the, the good thing. So here's what I'd recommend to my audience. If you have these questions, especially if you have money, I give, cause here, here's, here's the thing, Noah, if people who make big incomes and if they go to a church that doesn't have a big budget, yeah, um, that can be a dangerous thing, mm. right? It can be a dangerous thing. All of a sudden the church is relying on one or two people, yeah. for their tithes for their whole operation. Yeah. And then what happens? Well, the tither that has the big money gets upset and leaves and then everything falls apart or even worse. The pastor doesn't preach messages because they don't want to offend the big givers. Yeah. It's a whole mess. That's not good at all. Right. Yeah. So I, in, in my mind, and that's not good for our school either, you know, yeah. thing. so the, the best thing you could do, I think is to go and talk to the pastors, talk to the elders about your giving. I'll say, Hey, here's my, here's my thing. I make a ton of money and here's how much I want to give on a, regular basis. Should I give it all to the church or should I give part of it to the church and part of its missions? Should I designate now Mm. what, what pastors, what good pastors and elders should do is actually have that discussion. Yeah. And say, this is, this is what we'd like to do. I think it might be dangerous if you're designating what you want it to go to all the time. Yeah. It's good to just, it's like the apostles, right. When they, they, they sold the, 
money and uh, Barnabas, uh, you know, lays it as at the disciples feet. And it's like, what a great guy, you know, son of encouragement. Yeah. Then you have Ananias and Sapphira who, who make a bunch of money and then they give a little bit to you give part of it to it and they lie about it. Like, Oh, you know, I gave it all. And you know, they both died. (laughs) (laughs) There's, there's this idea of, of, of trusting that the church is going to do wise things with your money, Mm. but you might want to have that discussion. They might say, you know what it is. This is generous. This is a lot of money and it might not be the worst thing at all. If you gave us this percentage of it and the rest you determine, you know, send it to young life or to, you know, to missions or to, you know, wherever it might, might go (laughs) or Providence Academy or, you know, (laughs) Palatine Institute for Christian study and culture. Yeah. Um, You know, anyway, so I'm, I'm trying, I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to get people to give us money through this talk. I, but I, I think that God loves a cheerful giver, loves a cheerful, cheerful giver. Um, so my wife and I, we, we tithe. Yeah. And then what we do is um, we look at, you know, we get people asking us for money all the time and we talk about what we want to give and pray. And so then we give, yeah we give more than that. Right. So the tithe is, is our spiritual discipline of saying God is sovereign. Um, I'm, we're giving it to the church. Yeah. And then with other things that we want to give to, we, we give to some missionaries, we give to some, you know, to young life, we, you know, give to Providence or, you know, what have you. Right. Right. So, yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, yeah. I mean, show me the money that, that this has been a, a great episode, Mr. Young. I think that um, hopefully we didn't lose too many people. I know. Hopefully the, <laughs> the download metrics don't, don't, drop uh this week i i doubt they will because our audience are 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 good people um yes. but uh yeah i wish i wish i could promise this is the last time you're going to hear hard things <laughs> but it's <laughs> you know yeah it's it's not for the weak hearted no, no it's not it's not well any final thoughts on on this this notion of money and yeah. uh, our relationship uh between the object as yes. questions i would say this if you're hearing this and your response, your, your gut response is a little bit of anger mm. or a little bit of frustration that why are you talking about money? Probably what you needed to hear. Yeah. Probably what you need to hear. I'm not here asking for any money. I'm not a pastor. I don't get paid from people's tithes. I'm not a, I have nothing to lose here. I'm just trying to say, look, as a spiritual discipline, Paying tribute to God, who is our King, um, I I think is a lot of scriptural warrant. I think it's really good for us. Yeah, it is a it is a. I think if we're looking at this, you know, burning it but flourishing, um, when we deal with our time, when we deal with our money, when we deal with things like uh, you know contentment and and um, what's right and wrong, if if we understand that it's not us, these things aren't centered around us. I'm not the sovereign here. I'm not God here. I'm not the king here. Right. This is, um, this is hard. Um, it's, it's hard. I'm 55. I've been a Christian all my life. I've right. There are times, Noah, believe it or not, (laughs) where I find trying to do the right thing to trying to do the things that I feel that God is calling me to do. Um, difficult. 
Um, you know, I, I, there's this, <laughs> there's this frustration sometimes, you know, I feel like, you know, things are finally going well, you know, monetarily, Hey, we might be able to take that great vacation. We might like, yeah. you know, we've been saving, we've been doing everything right. You know, we're tithing, we're putting away money, we're doing this stuff. We yeah. want, we have this plan and then boom. Yeah. All gone. And, um, and, and I wish I can say, Hey, I'm grateful for that. Or, you know, yeah. uh, I'm, you know, can we afford a tithe this month because of that? You know, yeah. well, we have to make the determination like, no, God is sovereign. We're going to do this. Trust God. He's going to get us through, you know, and he does, he always does. And it always changes me. It, right. Yeah. It's, it's never this whole idea of, okay. Remember we talk about burning and flourishing and part of that burning yeah. is this sanctifying work of the Holy spirit in our life. Burning always hurts. Yeah. <laughs> If we, if we think that somehow sanctification is a, you know, a walk in the woods or this nice fun thing or this great, it's, um, we're fooling ourselves. It's always a difficult thing. It's hard. It, it, it hurts. It burns. If, if I all of a sudden decide I'm going to, um, practice keeping the Lord's day, that means I'm going to have to change the way I live my life. If I decide I'm going to start giving a 10th of my money uh, as a tithe, or it doesn't even have to be a 10th, whatever it might be. It could be more than a 10th, could be less than a 10th, whatever it is. If I'm going to start giving tribute to Christ, my King, as he, cause he's my sovereign, not me. It's going to mean I'm not going to be able to buy other things. Yeah. Right. It means I'm going to have to budget in a different way. I'm going to start off. I mean, that's, that's one of the things my wife and I have done. We just go, it was great. I came from a tithing home. Yeah. My parents tithe, her parents tithe. We just thought tithing was natural. That's so easy, yeah. right? It's so easy. Yeah. Like, here's how much money we make. Take a 10th off. That's going to the church. And then we budget the rest, right? So easy. But I know that if you've never done this before, yeah. or if you're, you're sitting there with a spouse, who's like, not where you're at. Yeah. And you're like going, give a 10th. What? Right. You know? Yeah. And then there's like pre-tax, post-tax, all that stuff. Who cares? It, don't worry about that. What is an adequate representation of you and your family? And offer that to him as, as your tithe, as your tribute to him. And it, it takes work. It's not easy, but it's, it's good. It's good. It's good.